0: Welcome back to the CrossFit Bath podcast. As always, I'm Jason. But joining me this week we have super teen Kara Silva. Kara, how are you?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Now, Kara, I know as a teen athlete, you probably don't feel you have the need to warm up, but uh, those of us that are a bit older, we know it's really important that we warm up before any serious activity, such as a podcast. So, before we get into all the incredible things that are happening to you at the moment with regards to sort of teen competition. We're just going to go for a few warm up questions, okay, just to get you podcast ready. First question I ask all my guests is peanut butter, crunchy or smooth?
1: I don't like peanut butter.
0: I don't like peanut butter. Now I'm noticing a trend and I don't want to say it, but it seems that quite a lot of the the good athletes don't like peanut butter. So maybe it's overhyped. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see. Moving swiftly on then, uh, run or row? Uh, run. Swim or bike? Swim. Uh, interesting. Clean or snatch? Clean. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm just, you know, making a little profile of you as, a, <laughs> as an athlete. All right, my final question, and it's another question I ask all my guests. And so for you, you know, when, when they look back on your life and they're like, you know, we're going to turn this into a wonderful biopic and they're going to make the movie of your life, who are they casting to play you?
1: Jennifer Aniston. Is that her surname? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah? Okay. what <laughs> you, you want her. Okay.
1: I, I, I really like Friends. <laughs>
0: you really like Friends? Wow. Okay. That's that's fine. You can have her. I mean, we, we've done time tra- travel. We've had deceased actors resurrected for roles. So, you know, de-aging Jennifer a little bit won't, won't be a huge problem um now (laughs) as of some episodes ago because this this was a question that used to take people a long time to answer um so I started casting them myself as well and I don't know why because this is gonna backfire but maybe not today so I found a really niche one for you Um, and it will depend on whether or not you've seen this show and if you haven't I think it's the only thing she's been in so
1: I might, I might Google it so I'll know who you like Okay, about.
0: so the act, the actress is uh, Cameron uh, Beacon Dover, B I C O N D O V A, and she was Selena Kyle, or like the young Catwoman, in the Gotham series that came out. It was like a Batman prequel series. I can see that. That's my my casting. It's m- the most niche one I've done so far, but I was very <laughs> proud of myself. So.
1: It's a good choice.
0: Thank you. I've been obviously doing this for a while now. (laughs) Right. Chiara, are you feeling warmed up? Yeah. Brilliant. Now, for people listening who don't know who you are, obviously, CrossFit Bath recently we've moved. We now have the bigger facility. And one of the things that people kept asking about was when are we going to start doing CrossFit teens or when are we going to do CrossFit kids? And the answer was kind of always, well, we don't have the space at the moment. Now we have the space, it started. I've seen teenagers down there at the box. They're they're doing it. A few weeks ago, we had Josie on who, when she was a teen, had to start doing CrossFit and absolutely hated it (laughs) and would come up with any excuse not to do it. Now, loves CrossFit and, and, you know, go back and listen to her episode if you want to know what happened there. But I thought, why not? Let's get a teen on who does actually like (laughs) CrossFit as a teen um, and is also doing very well at the moment in the, the competitive side of crossfit as a team so uh for a couple of questions just to kind of again fill out this backstory uh, how long have you been doing crossfit chiara
1: i think three years three years yeah. right
0: so less time than me that's really frustrating <laughs> and so well we could mention how we first sort of spoke to each other how we knew each other so i interviewed you um for the British Teen Championships preview series. So people can yeah. go and watch that if they want to, to see a, a little interview there. Now that's the qualifiers for that have just come and gone. How did you do at the British Teen Championships?
1: Um, I qualified first in the 13 to
0: 15. Great. So that's quite an accomplishment. Now, most people would probably say it's probably the, the best thing that's happened to me so far this year. Right. Getting first <laughs> place in the British Teen Championships qualifiers. What else have you qualified for this year?
1: Uh, the CrossFit Games in July
0: this month. So close. <laughs> it's so close, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, that's incredible. Well done. Thank you. I, I I, mean, I do also want to ask, how's it going, like, logistically trying to get there at the moment?
1: At first, I would be, ha- like, before this exemption came out, which CrossFit applied for... Um, I would be having to leave on Tuesday to go to Dubai to go, say, two weeks there, and then go to America, stay a week there, and then I can finally compete. But they got extensions, so right now, it's all good. It was a really stressful month before.
0: Is, is there a little part of you that was kind of hoping you had an excuse to have two weeks in Dubai before going to the Games? Not really. I suppose two weeks in Dubai after the games would be yeah, more enjoyable.
1: That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Not
0: so much. No. Yeah. <laughs> Here you are. Don't have any fun. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> so I guess so, I mean, that's just kind of highlighting then I suppose the the fact that you've, you know, you've excelled uh, in a relatively I guess a relatively short period of time, but I suppose when you're in the teen divisions, they are very short periods of time anyway, right? So it's sort of you're constantly going up a a division every couple of years i I guess if we go back to the beginning how did you get into crossfit you know how did that all start for you
1: so my brother's a boxer and my parents wanted to find something to complement his training and so they went to a they asked like a crossfit box near like do they do a kids class they said yes do you want to come like check it out i was like i want to come too so i came (laughs) And I was just—I really—I thought it was like a gymnastics class because they kept talking about ring muscle ups. <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. I was really wrong. It was not a gymnastics class, but <laughs> ended up loving it anyway. So I did this class.
0: So, what do you love more? Do you love the gymnastics elements, or would you consider yourself more in like the weightlifting kind of side of it?
1: I like gymnastics because, like, you can like. I like both because you can always, like, find a little something else to, like, improve, but, like, gymnastics, I think I like it more because it's more, like, I can't say the word, variety, variety.
0: It's more variety.
1: That word, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I suppose, I think gymnastics is more impressive uh, in general in the, in the fact that, like, when you watch someone do, like, a muscle-up. You don't need to know anything about gymnastics to look at that and be like, wow, that's really impressive. Whereas I think with weightlifting, you need to know a bit about the technique to realize perhaps how impressive a lift is as well, because it's just it's just a quantity of weight. Right. So people are like, well, I can do that, but they can't do it that heavy. But it's like somehow not as impressive That's well. He's just a bit stronger than me and you're like no there's actually all these technique elements that you can't see because you don't understand it whereas gymnastics it's just like you watch someone do anything gymnasticky, and you're like oh yeah that's really impressive I couldn't do that so um maybe that's got something to do with it I don't know I don't know so my question based off of what um Josie had to say the other week did you enjoy it straight away
1: well I think I did but like I enjoyed it but like I wasn't obsessed. if that makes sense. Like, now you'd say I'm a bit crazy about it, maybe. But then, because, like, I remember a couple of times, Chiara decided to skip the class because she didn't feel like going, Now you can't make Chiara skip a class.
0: Now, is that because you... So here's a... You know, this. now we're getting really deep into, <laughs> into your personality <laughs> now, but do you think the reason you can't skip a class now is... Because of sort of where you are as an athlete and you feel like, oh, I I need to be training. Or is it just like, even if you weren't competing, now you just think, oh, I still want to be there because I just, I actually really enjoy the process now.
1: Yeah, it's more I really enjoy
0: it. And I think that's good because I think, you know, obviously you're you're doing very well. Not everyone who does CrossFit as a teen is going to go to the Games. Um, Dare I say it, the majority will not. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's good to know that it's kind of it's not it's not just like that carrot that keeps people going, but it actually the process in between is something that they can enjoy, yeah. whether or not they're going to get the same accolades is, you know, that's kind of like a, a bonus, isn't it? I, I had another question for you then as uh, I, I, again, I'm, I'm really trying to, to focus in on kind of the as a teen element here, <laughs> because I'm just wondering outside of CrossFit as in competing in CrossFit and training in the gym and so on. Have you found CrossFit kind of changing other areas of your life? Like, so I know with like older athletes, quite often it's, you know, uh, not older, but just in general, we kind of talk about how maybe we went to the gym for years and years and years and years. And it was just like, Oh, the hour I was in the gym, I focused on fitness. And then the rest of my day was as before sort of thing. And then when you start doing CrossFit, you start noticing that you're I'm suddenly paying more attention to how I eat how I sleep and you sort of it sneaks into the rest of your life and you just have a more overall view of like fitness within your life so I'm wondering as a as a teen if you found CrossFit kind of creeping into other areas of your life maybe even in an unexpected way
1: yeah um I think like I definitely like paying more attention to like things you were classes like fitness related than like most of my friends would. Like, yeah, like I eat like they're all like, why don't you eat like this? And like, I just don't really want it. Don't fancy it. They're like, why do you want a salad? Because I'm like, it makes me happy.
0: Do you think a lot of that as well is because you you realize how eating food that's like not great for you affects your performance and you kind of almost see it immediately, right? And, and I think again, I mean, teens are going to hate me, but I think, I think again, like particularly as a teen and when you've got like a fast metabolism, it's quite easy to like push any issues of eating like way down the line, right? Like that will be a problem when I'm older and maybe I'll need to think about what I'm eating, but at the moment I can kind of eat what I want and it doesn't matter. But when you're like performing at a very high level and having to compete, you, you notice immediately, right? When you eat well yeah. and when you don't. Uh, so okay so an interesting and i'm wondering if that is do you think it's enough just the training at the box that you'd notice that or again do you think it's because you're doing like the qualifiers for the british teen championships or for the games and that's when you notice it i
1: think it would be a combination of both like if you're just going into the gym because you just like want to get fit on are other like you don't really like have a heart in it if that makes sense I And mean, maybe if you won't but if you like really actually enjoy it and you like like what you're doing and you're like, you want to keep doing
0: it. And yeah. That's why I think CrossFit, like, I get like, as much as we kind of we say, oh, you only compete with yourself. And I, it's not quite true, is it? Because there are other people there and you know them and you train with the same people all the time. And we're all looking at each other's times and stuff. And, and we know we shouldn't, but we do. And I do think that that does kind of motivate you, even though you're like, I'm not competing, competing, but still, I don't want Rob to beat me again. So yeah. I... <laughs> So I'm 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 thinking because I quite often train at eight o'clock in the evening and through the day I'm thinking, do I want to eat this? What's you know, how's that going to help me at eight o'clock? Like, is that (laughs) going to be um, or when I train at 1030, I'm like making sure I've eaten by a certain time. So I'm like, I need to have eaten enough food by this time, but still have had enough time kind of for that to settle before going into the class. So I, I do think even though and and that's someone who does not compete at all as I am very much on record. <laughs> saying. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. I had some more questions for you then. I guess we need to start talking about like competing, right? Because that's, yeah. that's what you're doing uh, with the majority of your time then, I guess, at the moment. Oh, no, I had another question though. When you talked about your friends, here's something that popped into my mind. So that obviously they criticize your food choices, but in general, what do they think about what you're doing?
1: talk to them like they all know what I do (laughs) I don't think they understand what I do because I can't explain it no matter how hard I try they all think like I like go to the gym and do like leg presses I'm like no
0: so have you not like put on the games for them and said just have just watch this have a have a look at this this is where I'm going
1: yeah I've told them that my way of explaining it is like it's like the Olympics but for my sport (laughs) Okay, I mean that's and then that just makes him go wow I'm like okay yay
0: yeah you just say it's like the olympics full stop just be like it's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's kind of like the olympics but maybe a bit bit more prestigious and they'll be yeah. like oh really <laughs> okay yeah I just wondered because that's obviously like again within within the crossfit sphere if you tell someone I'm going to the games that's like wow you know you've you've made yeah. it right that's like the I, I mean i guess the only other thing is podium oh i won like they're the the next steps up but going to the games is a dream that is well out of the reach for many people um and again you know especially when you're when you're kind of older you just sort of see the same people at work maybe and then you see the people at the box and you kind of I guess, you know, a lot of people that are into CrossFit because you speak to them at the box sort of thing and then your family or whatever. But like when you're going to school, you interact with a lo- like loads of people just because you all happen to go to the same school yeah. and you don't necessarily have interests in common or anything like that. It's just a kind of a, a geographic issue, right? Um, so I just kind of wondered then when you excel at something like this, that for us, when you're in, when you're in the CrossFit bubble, it's like everybody knows about CrossFit, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Everybody knows that you know, throw out these names, your Sigmund Daughters, you have Matt Fraser, you have like, of course, everybody knows these names. And we sort of forget that when you walk down the street, nearly like, nobody knows these names.
1: I oh my God. I'm like, why don't you know?
0: I, I don't know what's wrong with them, but they, they don't, don't do their research, that. clearly. Um, so I just kind of wondered what that's like, you know, obviously to, to have like hit such a big goal, but then at the same time, it almost means nothing to a lot of people because they just don't. Because as you're saying, it's like the Olympics. I bet if at school you told people, I'm going to the Olympics. Yeah. It would just be a different story, right? Because it's everybody knows what that is. Sort of, you know. (laughs) You might mention the sport you're doing at the Olympics and people have no clue what that is, but they know (laughs) what the Olympics is. Okay. When did you, I guess, switch from, oh, I'm just doing this, because I think it's kind of a gymnasticsy class type thing, to, oh, I want to compete. I want to really, you know, for, well, I, you mentioned it, right? You said there was the Chiara that would skip a few classes, and now there's the Chiara that you cannot drag away from the gym. So <laughs> what happened? What, like, when was that switch, and um, what triggered it? I
1: think I was about a year in, and I accidentally walked into a comp class, because I thought it was like a normal class it was like eight o'clock and then that's where I met my now coach and she was like do you know what this kid's pretty good (laughs) like and so me and my mum talked to her about her coaching me she did she took it on and then from there it's just like I just like I love it and I'm like I don't know (laughs)
0: have you because obviously you've not been doing it that long have you had much opportunity to do in-person competition because obviously like you know you've only been doing it a few years and for the majority of that time the world has been locked down yeah
1: um so in-person actual competitions I've done probably like one two four I would say
0: okay I I mean it's four more than me so that's very good (laughs) It's it's just funny though, isn't it? Because I um I, I think it might have been like talking Elite Fitness that was was saying this or an, another podcast or somebody more intelligent than me, but they were just sort of saying that even for some of these like games veterans, like you know your 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 Pat Vellner's, your Brent Fakowski's ones like that, they haven't done in person competition now for quite a while, yeah. And the next one they're going to do is the CrossFit Games
1: yeah
0: and that's quite daunting um and I kind of wondered how is that for you then because obviously you haven't got a lot of experience in person competing and then you're going to go and compete on you know for your for your age group the biggest stage uh, that you can how do you feel about that
1: it's it's a bit scary um but I'm just I'm like it's too exciting to be scared like it's like I've dreamed of it since, well, my competition class that I accidentally walked into. <laughs> so I'm just like, what happens, happens. It'll be great. It'll be great fun. And I'm just going there because I love it.
0: Which I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just such a like laid back attitude to it. <laughs> so, walked into a competition class, was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Maybe I'll go to the games one day. Jump ahead a couple of years, and and off you go. Um, so, with regards to going to the games, uh, I know like you set up a GoFundMe, uh, yeah. so that's sort of something to because that that's sort of one of the oh, I was going to sort of say criticisms. I don't know if that's the right word, Ollie. Don't get upset if I say criticisms, but kind of one of the things people say about CrossFit is obviously like you have to pay to compete, and and like you know this year there was a lot of sort of mumblings about the the prize purse at the semi-finals yeah. that they weren't particularly great and it's like, you know, you've got to pay to do the open, pay to do your quarterfinals, semifinals, pay to go to 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 these events. And and obviously when you're, you know, and, and quite often what we say is, you know, very few are the athletes that they are full time athletes. Most of them are working and they're kind of doing this like sort of part time or that, you know, they're coaching when they're not coaching, they're training kind of thing. So at least they're working but for you you're not even working yet so like how you know I'm sure your family kind of support you but does that add an an additional kind of complication do you find to you know I'm sure you'd love to go to every competition around but there is also kind of the thought of well I've got to get there I've got to you know I've got to pay for it I don't know how how much your sort of support network behind you is is driving you forward with all of these things or has that ramped up when you started getting really good
1: uh that GoFundMe, me honestly it, i was expecting like a little bit my coach i actually didn't set it up um a coach at my gym called becky did and she was like it will help it will help so much and i was like i felt bad because i'm just taking money from people and she set it up and then like I had like 70 donations from different people all of different amounts and I was like oh my god there's so many people who just love me and I was like (laughs) I don't know it was really overwhelming I've had some people sponsor me some Xenios um FQ Fitness also sponsored me and I was like I it didn't it didn't click to me just how many people cared did that make sense because I was like I've been on this journey for like three years and like it was always just me my coach and like just because I also I also do programming on my own so I never really like realized how many people I do have in my support bubble so yeah that was pretty cool to be brought out that makes sense
0: yeah I guess it's kind of like the reverse of what we were saying before right so When you're in that kind of CrossFit bubble and you know who everybody in the CrossFit sphere is, and you know, you know who the the commentators are and the announcers and who's kind of working behind the scenes and who are the top athletes and like we know all of those people because we're in that CrossFit bubble. And then you go to school and nobody knows any of these names. Yeah. But now it's like the reverse, right? Because you're like, well, when I'm at school, I'm kind of a this is gonna sound harsh, kind of a nobody, right? When I'm at school, (laughs) I'm I'm just like everybody else.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's but then and I guess, you know, there are a lot of athletes, right? And there are a lot of people that that sign up for the Open and do the qualifiers and they do all of that. And it's I guess it's when you do qualify for the Games and, you know, do really well at like the, the British Teens and all of that, it's, it's just giving people an opportunity to like, be like, ah, okay, here's someone that's doing well. And then you sort of don't realize that people are seeing you in that way, right? Because yeah. it's, again, it's like an external thing for you. Nothing has changed. But it's just that now there's a few more eyeballs on you and they're like, oh, actually, this is, you know, someone we can kind of invest in and help out. Uh, I think the fact that so many, you know, like obviously companies that sponsor you, they have their own ad- own agenda to a degree, right? Like yeah. it's, a, it's a relationship going both ways. They get something, you get something. But, yeah, it's got to feel nice that kind of just people from the gym just want to help out, like just want to support you because that's kind of, I-, I guess it says something about the way they perceive you, if that makes sense. Uh, I think if you were going around, you know, clearly knowing you were better than everyone else and making sure everybody else knew that you were better than them, probably they're not going to kick any money in when you set up a (laughs) GoFundMe, right? (laughs) Probably. So I think it's, it's a nice, like a reflection on perhaps the, uh, you know, the, the attitude you, you have. And I guess for many, like, for a lot of people we know we're never going to go to the games but this is a way we can help someone we know get there right so it's okay. kind of like your little like this is the closest I'll ever get I'm I'm never going to go there but let me help this person I know get there, kind of thing that's that's nice we will put a link in in the description of the episode if anyone does want to to check it out but yeah. you know as as you sort of you're not forcing anyone so that's okay. <laughs> that, that's nice I mean what are you you know I want to put this gently I'll be nice what is your kind of obviously you're going to the games you're just happy to be to go right at the same time you're very competitive so I'm um, no doubt you're gonna give it your all and you, you're you're aiming for first place right you wouldn't go if you didn't think you could you had you kind of had a shot um what's what's your future looking like or what or how would you like to see your future looking because recently the teen athletes are absolutely killing it in the crossfit mm-hmm. and, and not just in the teen competitions right yeah. uh obviously Haley adams was like like blew up as kind of oh look at this team that's that's crossed over into the you know the standard I don't know what to call I never know what to call it just the normal category the
1: individuals (laughs) individuals,
0: yeah the individuals but you're still an individual as a team right so anyway the norm you know the the individual competition right the yeah so she like she blew up and that was kind of like oh this is almost unique right to see a teen just go from the teen division to the to the individual female division and 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 do so well and then we had the Granite games, <laughs> and we saw more teens like stepping up recently. so when you see that, what kind of effect does that have then on your kind of future within CrossFit or the way you perceive your future within CrossFit? It
1: makes me want to do it. <laughs> so I one thing because I was I'm really small, no no, no no, I'm like four foot eleven, kind of sad, but anyway
0: okay, I, I was going to be like. You're pretty, but like I'm pretty small, and then you said four foot eleven. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not, I'm not small. that small.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So one thing like I want to work on post games is like building strength because that's a weakness of mine. But then once I've done that, I really want to aim to. Obviously, I want to compete in the team still, but I also want to see how I'll rank in the individuals, and then just keep building from there, and then hopefully
0: one day in the future make it as an individual athlete. Yeah, it's nice. It's I mean, we see the same thing on the other end, don't we? Cause you've got like your someone like Sam Briggs that, you know, qualifies as a masters. So it's like it's there, it's in the back pocket. Yeah. But then at the same time it's like, but if I can still make it as an individual, I'm gonna go uh and, and throw down with you know the best of the best. And you've kind of got the same thing, right? You can be like, well, I can see how I do as a teen. Uh, you know if I want to also just see how I'm doing against Um, the 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 top of the table let me have a look and (laughs) but there's almost less pressure right because yeah you know at the same time that that's not really your division yes and you've got time to to get there Uh, and I mean like I mean who knows how people's careers go but it's probably nice to know that perhaps by the time you're at the games as an individual maybe tea is not there anymore (laughs) So you know that's that's got to be a, a weight off your shoulders or future use shoulders, I suppose. You can be the new tier. You can go in and they'll be like, "Oh, she's like the the English tier." There you go. <laughs> that's a goal. Brilliant. I mean, it's it's such an interesting time in, in like this yeah. in the sport of crossing. I don't get to talk about the sport side of it too much on on this podcast anymore, um, but we somehow managed to do it. But I just think it is it is incredible, and it's interesting that you said like the thing you need to work on is the strength. Because historically, that's where like the teen athletes kind of fall down when they go for the individual competitions yeah. it, and 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 not like oh because they don't work hard enough, but just because it takes time to build strength, and so it makes sense that an athlete that's had ten more years on the planet has been able to get stronger, right yeah, but recently, the teens are putting up some insane numbers so hey you know anything can happen right well Kiara, i won't keep you too late on a school night so mm. uh thank you so much for for making some time to uh to chat to me i've just sort of thought it'd be interesting you know we've got a few teens that have started uh, we've, we've got a few other parents that are maybe thinking about whether or not they should get their kids in thought why not let's talk to someone that's really enjoying it and kind of having the full crossfit experience you know i don't think it gets much fuller than than that um, all the best at the games
1: mm-hmm.
0: i won't see you there unfortunately they didn't invite me for the media side of things to the I games know. i know right it's they so should. strange they should tell them um, but uh, will i see you in southampton yes yeah you're going to be you have you confirmed because i'm pretty sure today was the deadline to uh, confirm wasn't it if people are going that may have just oh no that may have just been the scaled one anyway i don't know <laughs> i just saw a post got today i'm not competing it doesn't matter um but you know i look forward to seeing you then at the uh, british teen championships uh you'll probably be there like signing autographs or whatever it is you do when you go to these events um but that'll be fun and you know all the best at the games all the best there thank you everyone for listening as i've said that i'll put your uh, i know your instagram your gofundme all, all your different stuff if people want to see some of the crazy gymnastic stuff you do do on uh, <laughs> on instagram because that's also infuriating to watch um <laughs> but but fun nonetheless so thank you again kiara thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you all next week